seven. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil, and I am so excited to be sharing Gareth Johnson with our guests, excuse me, with our audience today. Our guest. Great to be here. Master violinist, composer, instructor, yes. arranger. I don't think I've had anybody quite that caliber join us. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it's different. It's different, but it's phenomenal. I listened to some of your tracks that you had out there. And if anyone is interested in checking them out, we'll give them a chance to introduce themselves. But you want to go to GarethLive.com. GarethLive.com. Get your own little taste test of Gareth Johnson and all things Gareth there. It's, it was almost as if your violin was singing. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, I... You know, I, I was just thinking before this interview, the, the violin is possible and it, it, it's capable of so many things and the possibilities are the same as the voice, really. It's, only, I, I would have never thought that until yeah, I listened. Only, there's, there's different things that you can do with it, which are even greater than what you can do with the voice. You I can, can imagine. More than one note at the same time, plus you can play faster notes than the voice is capable of. But at the same time, you cannot formulate words. Right. That's well, you almost did. I, I promise <laughs> okay. you, there were moments that, other than obviously when you cover familiar songs, you can feel the words yourself. Right. But right. there were moments when it felt like the violin was actually singing words because of the way you integrated those notes, high, low, pitch, and, oh, and, thank and you. flat. Thank it was just, it, it, was, it was really captivating. You know, I always go for that, even in my uh, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. There's a cover, I believe, on YouTube. I listen to it, yes. Band. I listen to it. As I was practicing along with Michael Jackson, I was trying to make the words formulate on my violin. So I was just constantly disappointed with myself, because that's impossible. <laughs> well, I, I promise you, I don't think it's impossible. I think you need to give yourself more credit than that, because well, thank it, you. it really was an extension. It's an art. It's an art form. And, yes, and you are an artist. It's almost like I could, it's like watching the Picasso unfold as you, you. as you like meld those notes together and then put the passion and the energy into them. It was really phenomenal to oh, experience. Well, thank you. I, I really do feel it. So it's, it's inside of me. That's we could see that. Now tell us a little bit about your background because um, it looks like you've been doing this for a long time. Yes, and, I've been doing this for 23 years. And you're only uh, 25. <laughs> I just turned 34, so I'm getting. Oh my now. goodness! Yeah, I have my three-year-old daughter now, uh, and you know, I started off as a classical violinist at 10 years old, wow. playing violin in St. Louis, Missouri. I really never expected to go on this type of journey that wow. I've been on, but I'll tell my story here. At around 15, 16 years old, I started winning international classical violin competitions. Mm. I won the Sphinx International Competition. It's one of the biggest competitions in the world for violin. Yeah. And a few others as well over in Europe and different places. But I traveled all over the world basically for my late teen years, my early 20s, late 20s, um, just playing concerts all over the world, classical music. Wow. At the same time as doing this, no one really knew it, but I was always writing and making my own music. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was just kind of underground hip hop, 
we called it Zion Cartel. It was a group that I had down here in South Florida. And we made hundreds of songs. Wow. And so I have beats and just so many ideas in my head. And one day I was in recently, well, about a year and a half ago, I was in the Center for Creative Education teaching a class to some students. Mm-hmm. And my producer now, my manager and producer, Dwayne Taylor, yeah, he walked by, happened to be in the building, walked by and heard me playing. I think it was Bruno Mars' Treasure that I was teaching the kids mm-hmm. at the time. And he said, whoa, what was that sound? <laughs> so we started talking. And, you know, I didn't know what I was doing for about a year. I had given up on the whole making my own music thing. Honestly, I had yeah. I said, okay. I mean, that's a grueling, that's a grueling heart's it desire. Is, yes. And everyone has these, these dreams of becoming a big star. And, yeah everyone that's around you always thinks it's about to happen and it happens for years and years and years and then it doesn't so yeah. you just have to make a living right so that's where i was i was just making a living yeah but a year and a half ago uh, ago this this guy Dwayne taylor he told me you know you shouldn't just settle there's something Whoa. great in you and you know i had i'll be honest with you i had given up on it yeah <laughs> but at the same time, I knew my potential. I knew how many songs I had made in the past. So I said, hey, I'll give it a shot. This guy knows what he's talking about. And mm. he seems to know the industry more than I do. Yeah. He did. He does. So he took me out to California, introduced me to my producer, Juan Blair. Mm-hmm. And with our collaboration, we made our CD, Evolution, yes. which is on all platforms now. Evolution, it's an Absolutely. amazing CD. It is amazing. They can link to it also from your website, though. Yes, from from the uh, website. GarethLive.com. I like to give people one place to go. Then they can find everything and get everything all in one, like, concept. But I just wanted to chime in real quick. The importance of having someone believe in you when your faith gets weak or low or starts waning. Oh, yes, yes. So I had... One guy, then I had two guys. Then I had a building of people. Hallelujah. I had more. So it just <laughs> kept on expanding. I saw how it worked. So yeah. Like, okay, let's keep going with this. And all yeah. I have to do is write music. So it's great. <laughs> all you had to do was what you were called to do. Yes. Your yes. specific gift. And not worry about all the other little stuff. So I get to enjoy what I do, making music. And, you know, I'm becoming coming into myself more and more as an artist Mm -hmm. understanding what my goal is like whenever you hear michael jackson you know oh that's michael jackson yeah when you hear prince you know that's prince and there's certain artists like that you hear some people you don't know who it is they're not necessarily great artists right but i want to be one of those people that you hear my music put it on and you know oh that's that's gareth johnson and his team absolutely but excuse me yes what I like is the diversity of your music. Of course, I understand that everybody wants to be known for that. You can hear that undertone and say, oh, that's Gareth. You know, everybody wants right. that. Right. But I personally enjoyed the diversity of your music. Going from the Thank classical, you. the rock and the hip hop. That was, to me, that is true talent. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's part of my, my goal as well to kind of save classical music because 
if you study music industry and the music genres, and we're being honest with everything, classical music's failing. Yeah, it's going Halls down. Halls are failing. They don't really have cool role models to look up to. I'm sorry. But you played with Itzhak Perlman. Yes, yes, I played oh, with oh. Itzhak Perlman. I studied with Itzhak Perlman. I took master lessons with Itzhak Perlman and some of the greatest in the classical genre of music. Um, and I respect all of those guys to the hilt of yes. where respect goes as far as being musicians. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, I feel that you have to kind of hand it down to the next generation. Because we want to make it cool and keep it relevant. Exactly. And Absolutely. And that's the thing that's slightly falling off in the music, uh, in the classical music genre, in my opinion. Yeah. There's nobody really there to keep it relevant and coming, like, let's have some original new material. Why yeah. not? What's wrong with that? <laughs> we have to only play Beethoven. Beethoven was what came to my mind too. I was like, hey, big. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's over 200 years ago. Like, Absolutely. So but you we... know what? Some of that, maybe some of that needs to be part of the responsibility of some other organ other entities. Because if you think about some of the first introductions that we had to classical music, um, even in our generation, because while well, my generation is, is a little bit older than yours, I'm 52 this year, um, okay. but it was introduced subliminally in our cartoons. Yes. It was, you know what I mean? We were not yes. hit over the head with it. Absolutely. So maybe getting some relationships going with things like Disney Pixar and stuff like that to get them to sort of subliminally, subliminally infuse the that, stuff that we're consuming with something that's more classical. Yes, yeah, so that's really the formula to doing this. Yeah. That's the way that it always works. Uh, even with picture music like Peter and the Wolf. Yes, I remember so, that. That's when people come see it. Absolutely. Oh, that song just came to life in my head just now. Yeah. Yes. I um again, I'm a little bit older than you. I had a 45 with Peter and the Wolf. Okay. As, as a little kid with that um with that music on it. So yeah. definitely yeah. it travels with you and it, but we got to connect it to stories. That's really the the biggest thing. I said storylines and that's where the pop music genre just kills classical, you know? Yeah. Now, they can be connected, yes, but the pop music, they go all out. They invest, yeah. they put storylines, they make music videos, they make yeah. it fun. They yeah. make it something that the future generations want to see. Consumable, yeah. Yes, and they have role models to look up to. Even if the even if the artist isn't that good, they still make them look like a great- Because of the stories, because <laughs> of the imagery. The Absolutely. imagery right now, the audio, the, the music that we consume is so connected to the videos, we, they almost don't go independently. Like you, ha right. you gotta have a, a banging video to get people to, to listen to your music. Yeah, you do, you really do. So now I saw that you, um, that you also, have played some, my favorite song is Despacito, Daddy Yankee's oh, okay, version. okay, okay. So, yeah. am I able to find that somewhere? You know, I don't think I'm playing Despacito anywhere. No? Uh, I played, 
I played that at America's Got Talent, I believe. Okay. <laughs> you know, I wonder if I can back. find it on YouTube. You know, nothing is lost forever. You know, yeah, yeah. You might be able to find a Despacito <laughs> or something on YouTube. But um, yeah, I've, I've ran so many covers. I ran hundreds and hundreds of covers, studied all these great artists, Luis mm -hmm. Fonsi, Bruno Mars, uh, Ed Sheeran, Michael Jackson, so that I could come into my own as an artist as well. After and so studying. diverse with the um like Johnny Cash. Right. I right. mean, come on, yeah. how many en opposite ends of the spectrum is Johnny Cash and Daddy yeah. Yankee? <laughs> yes, yes, right, right. Led Zeppelin. Yes, so, Guns and Roses. Yes, anything that I could study that was great to come into my own as an artist. And of course I started off with Beethoven, Mozart, Bach. Of course. But you the know. thing is, you can still, you put the Gareth Johnson stamp on it. You put oh, the okay. infusion in it. I'm you glad know? you hear that. Thank yes. you. Thank Absolutely. you. That's Absolutely. That's my main concern. You know, and, and, and I want people it. to even hear that in my classical music, to be honest. Yes. That's the hardest to do, though. Well, because you have to stay true to the original. Yeah. You have to stay true yes. to the, when you're, when you're doing classical, you have that so much of that responsibility is maintaining the integrity of the original piece while layering. Yes, otherwise you are criticized. You are, because then you then it's no longer classical. Now it's a remake or whatever. You know what I mean? There's right, so right. much judgment. Far. He's outside <laughs> the style. And as a black man, he needs to I'm go sorry. sit down somewhere. Yeah, as a black man, you need to stick to the rules. Right. Unfortunately, but by creating my own music, that allows people to see, oh, this is where this guy's coming from. Yes. And then when I put a little of my touch on the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto, they understand, oh, okay, that, that's just Gareth, though. So it's absolutely, fun. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I completely love that. Now, I know that things are really taking off for you with your music now and your touring. You've got a couple of tour dates coming up. I thought I saw something in October. Um, yes, something in Los Angeles, uh, which is cool for me because it's actually my debut in Los Angeles. I've oh, wow. At anything there. It's supposed to be a red carpet and fancy event. I don't know what it is exactly. Fancy schmancy. I think the I think the listings are on your website. So again, allthingsgarethlive.com. All things uh, Gareth Johnson is on garethlive.com. Um, your social media handles, how do people connect with you and follow you around and all that good stuff? You know, my I'm on Facebook, Gareth Johnson. And also my Instagram. I mainly only do Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. My Facebook or my Instagram is Gareth underscore live. Okay. So the website's GarethLive.com. Yep. And Instagram is Gareth underscore live. Absolutely. We got you. And we'll add that in the uh, edited release okay. of the video so that people will be able to see it. Now, um, some one of the things that I also found interesting about um, what you were doing and a lot of what you said at the beginning, a lot of young fledgling musicians or those that want to come out in, they forget that they got to do both. You got to earn a living while you build a dream because yes. you, you got to right. do both. Right. <laughs> now you've done some interesting things, but you managed to stay within the genre of music. And I think that that's something to really help some of those that are uh, looking up to you or wanting to follow into your footsteps. You, you taught at um, uh, the university? Yes. 
I was an artist in residence for a couple mm -hmm. years at Albany State University in Georgia. It was a great Absolutely. experience at such a young age, especially. Wow. Yes. Well, you, your, your mother is also in music is one of the things that you shared with, with us on your website. So yes. that is your original inspiration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She was always right there at the piano as I was playing my violin, you know, and that parent musician, I don't think you can really beat that um, in the education of an upcoming musician. But oh, look yeah. At all the guys that I named before, Bach, Mozart, Beethoven, they all had their fathers sitting there at the piano. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Now, and I didn't think to answer this ask this question until now, but what drew you to the violin as opposed to the piano or any other instrument? You know, my mom played plays the piano and I can play piano too. Mm -hmm. um, and I play many other instruments. I can play cello, viola, uh, of course. But the thing is, the violin for me, I saw it played by Itzhak Perlman. That was the first time I saw it played. Yeah. And it was so amazing. I don't even know what he played, to be honest with you. He's phenomenal, though. He could have yeah. played chopsticks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. He sounds beautiful, the guy. Yeah. And the, the, the repertoire which the violin offers, my dad introduced to me early on in life as well. Mm -hmm. so I heard all of the major concertos kind of early in life, Tchaikovsky violin concerto, Mendelssohn, Paganini violin concerto. I absolutely fell in love with them. So more options and more yeah. access for you. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's a much, much larger library of music than probably any other instrument, except for piano. So that's a good yeah. question. Why not piano? Right. But piano's just not for me. There's too many notes you're hitting and reading two clefs at the same time. It's not for me. I'm a violinist. A violinist. But you know what's interesting is not only are you a violinist, but you come off as a rock star. A rock oh. star violinist. I love that. I love uh, the, the oxymoron and the incongruity of that like tapestry of two different sides of industry and industry and energy. I made a new I, word, industry, but <laughs> that you're bringing you. the classical, the respect for the classical with the energy of the contemporary and much of the current. So yeah. it's just like a wonderful menagerie there. I appreciate it because that's my goal. You know, I don't want classical music to fail and I want it to be because of guys like me and I don't really know too many others that are out there that are doing it. Two cellos, I guess they're doing it. Oh, yeah? The piano, yeah. the piano guys. There's a few guys that are really doing some cool top of the line, uh, top level skilled mm -hmm. stuff. The technique's all there and the, I have the respect for it. But I think those guys keeping the old, old traditions alive, like I come in, play the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto, which mm -hmm. takes 45 minutes, it's a long mm -hmm. piece. But then venture into some new music. We bring in a drum, we bring in the band with the orchestra. Yes. That, that's starting to expand. That's gonna keep it alive. That's gonna create role models. It's gonna keep kid, children- Interested. Uh, schools full of children coming into the concert halls. Yes. Otherwise, it's gonna keep fizzling out. We have to create, we have to 
create the energy necessary to yes. continue to I, to attract those vibrations yes. are necessary and sending out the sound is a critical component absolutely so i salute you gareth johnson thank you thank you so much for all that you're doing just for music as a whole but i really thoroughly enjoyed just navigating and hearing taking a journey with you in music on your website anyone that just really wants to take a journey he's got some links to some stuff that you can hear i played one thing after the other after the other and i was pleasantly surprised with each piece they took on different energies and different uh tomes with each of Thanks. them but they were all relevant and they were all uniquely gareth johnson Oh, thank you so, very much. I, I thank you for that. GarethLive.com. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. This is ESP TV 7, and permission to be amazing is granted.